Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Hello, listeners of Four Courses with Jeffrey Zakarian. It's your host, Jeffrey. I'm here today to share a very special announcement. One thing you may know about me from social media is that I love meeting my friends from the food world at events around the country. And I've even made it an annual ritual to interview many of them at the South Beach Wine and Food Festival in Miami. So for the rest of this summer, we will be bringing you our summer series, From the Beach. Each Friday, we'll be publishing short and intimate conversations that I've had with some of the top talent in the food world and even beyond. The conversations you'll hear for the next six weeks were recorded poolside at the W Hotel in South Beach, as my friends and I enjoyed great cigars and magnums of rosé as we discussed our past, present, and future. Without further delay, please enjoy the final installment in our summer series, From the Beach, with the chef and TV personality, Anne Burrell. Honestly, I don't know if I'm at the top of my game. Like, what does that mean, really? Because it's also, I feel like there's levels to everything. I mean, and I'm sure you have What do you mean too. by that? You know, like, you think about, like, starting off as a young cook. Yeah. And you get, like, ah, I get to work saute. Eyes or wide open. I get to be a sous chef. And then you get to be the chef. And you have these levels of stuff. And then I remember starting off on the Food Network on Iron Chef. And every time that I would hear a new season would come back, I mean, I remember going back, going to bed one night being like, yay, we're 
Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I allowed myself like these little minutes of happiness. So then I was like, I'm at the top of my game. And then Secrets of a Restaurant Chef came Mm. after that. And I was like, I'm now at the top of my game. So that's what I mean. There's always levels of, you always have to be striving to push yourself, to be better, to be thoughtful. I mean, you know, in food, everything's been done before. Everything has been done. But how do you keep your dishes fresh? How do you keep your presentations fresh? How do you keep reinventing yourself to make it interesting in a sea and an ever-growing sea of people that are, yes, there's chefs, but there's like everyone who has an Instagram feed is now doing cooking videos, and which is amazing <laughs> because it just says how fantastic food is and food is now a form of entertainment and not just something we have to do to get by, but it's for the masses and it brings people together, but people in our position, like, you know, we came up, when we started, there was no food network even to ever think about being on. No, it was like, oh my God, I have a job. Right. I got a raise. I want to go to work in a restaurant. I want to work saute. I want to be a sous chef. I want to be a chef. I hope I get reviewed by the New York Times. I hope I get, like, written up in Gourmet Magazine. Any little press that was anything. And that was all there was. Yes, really interesting you mentioned that. I want to go back. I want to talk about that. Like, uh, we, in some ways, are shaped by our desire to be liked which is, can be good because you work really hard and you strive and you get better. But then it's bad because like some food reviewer you're, you're, you're striving to impress quits. Then you get someone else and you're like, oh my God, what no. a, you don't know this person. So we're always trying to figure out like, oh, he likes this. He doesn't want to be sat in the corner. Or she doesn't like that. Oh, the last review, they killed this guy because he did this. And you're like, it's right. not a way to and live. It's like, no, some rando can rando. go to the bar and be like, oh, they didn't give me my martini cold enough. And Burrell's restaurant sucks. Yeah, no, and that's like, about what it is. Wait a minute, it was nothing to do with me. So I am enough. thankful, I don't know if you are, I'm thankful for Instagram and all the other bloggers because now it's all like, it's diffused. Exactly. It's diffused and sometimes it's confused, but it's diffused so that nothing really hits you. It's not a dagger anymore. No. It's like you might get a text to say, hey, I was there, I, I, I didn't like it. It on Instagram and then you can say you know what come back tomorrow we can answer them and that softens it so it's less yes so well, I that. don't feel I still feel that I have to please people and I'm still insecure of and I'm course. still working I mean, my chefs butt off are masochistic yes. is what we are I know you're the same you we work your butt off we do this to ourselves you don't know what's happening the next you don't know what's going to happen next year no I don't, exactly people what is your five year plan is there such a thing really I'm 50 do I have a five year plan I didn't <laughs> no. even know I had a 50 year plan I'm just psyched to be here no but it's so funny that you mentioned that, like, how social media started, because I remember back to the day when my first show, Secrets of a Restaurant, started, and it aired at, like, 9.30 on a Sunday morning, and I was like, oh, my God, did I just really do all of that? Did I say all of that? Oh. Yes, you did. Right. And it was great. It was irreverent. And it was different. So, but the next day... Bob Tushman, who was the vice yeah. president of the Food Network, called me and he's like, don't read the blogs. And I was like, too late, I already yeah, exactly. did. Those you blogs. Know? And he's like, 
just know that you are going to be one of our most polarizing talent. So <laughs> that's a compliment. And I was like, okay. I mean, I just want everyone to like me. The word He's polarizing. Like, no, if you affect people that's, enough that's good. to go to their computer and write something good or bad, you have done your job. Yeah. Because the worst thing that you can be is vanilla. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was like, yes. And here's to color in life. Yes, exactly. And flavor. That's what we always are looking for deliciousness the mm-hmm. zest and the joy and what we get to do in life like we are professional pleasure providers we are <laughs> you know i've never heard and it put i so love good. that you know like food makes people happy they do and i try to tell people i was like our chefs i'm like guys they're putting this food in their mouth and digesting it there's no profession that does that. You know, you go to the theater, they like, wow. entertain you. Uh, you <laughs> want to become a professor and make people smarter, but they're ingesting what you cook with your hands. It's a serious thing. You got to right, really so take wear it. gloves. You got to wear, te- no. But you get, it's like a big deal. It affects yeah. you. Then you go home, you're like, oh. You don't oh, do that like, when you have a, a, a bad professor. Like, you don't go, oh. Right. You're like, oh, okay, I'm not going to go to class tomorrow. Right. It's a big deal. And it's How like, intimate is that? As human beings, we are so lucky that we get to eat for pleasure. For pleasure. And it's, but it's so much more than that. It's about family. It's about your history. It's about your body image. It's about your emotions. It's about holidays. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, smells and things that take you back to a place and time. And that we get the sort of joy to help people achieve that with their own families. Absolutely spectacular. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a Job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. So you went to Italy for a while. How long were you there? My sister and I have just decided that Anything that was like a significant time ago, we're just gonna call 20 years. <laughs> like, I mean, that's enough. Like, it is usually much more than that. And I'm like, oh my God, am yeah. I old enough to be able yeah. to say it? Like, because okay, I so 20 years ago, 20 when you're in Italy, <laughs> I was there for a year. I graduated from the, the CIA, which we yes. are both alums, and I had never been to Europe before. Ever. I had never, I mean, I'm from Syracuse, New York, where like Italian food was like chicken parm, and yeah. you know, I thought I knew what Italian food was and I got there and I was like oh my god I just remember the first morning that I arrived in Italy and we were like on this like bus it was a whole group of students and I'm just looking at everything like the road signs are different and the cars are little and you Mm -hmm. know and there was this field of poppies It was like it was on fire, and it was like 7 o'clock in the morning of being up all night on a flight, and I just looked at it, and I'm like, yes, I am in the right place. So the year was just magical for me. I lived in Alba, I went to school, lived in Alba and went to school in Barolo, and then worked in restaurants in Umbria, Tuscany, and Liguria. How did you get those jobs? It it was like a a stage. We worked for free, but they had to house us and feed us. So, I mean, and you like, got all that knowledge. I look at it and I was like, no, I went yeah. here because whatever I'm learning, I have with me for life. What was the, but, like, the first dish that you learned and you're like, this is a taste that I, I couldn't, I don't believe existed? Like, was I it mean, like a cacio pepe or like something with anchovies? Well, I was all in the north. Oh, you're in the north. So, okay. in Piemonte. So, so like, but I can richer. tell you the pinnacle moment I sort of felt like of my entire year there was when we were working in in Tuscany and it was a 30 seat restaurant and it was a husband and wife that owned it and the wife was the chef and the husband was like batshit crazy running that front of the house and he loved the Beatles so much but he did not speak English. So he knew all the sounds of all the words but did not really know the words to all the Beatles songs and would sing them and he would be drunk at the end of every night it was during that year that they were like, all right, we're thinking we're like going to move on to another place now. And they're like, aspetta, aspetta l'olio nuovo. Like, wait for the new oil, the new oil. And we're like, what is this, this new oil? What is it? And it was olive oil season. And in this town, it was 60 people that lived in the town. And clearly there was a church because it's Italy. There was like a cafe to get an espresso. And there was a frentoio, which is an, an olive press, an olive oil press. And the day that it opened, we burned bread on the fire and we walked across the street to the front toyo just as the new olive oil was coming out of the press. And I was like, I tasted it. And it was like, you feel it and you feel thousands of years of culinary history and the most pristine flavor I have ever had in my life. And I was like, 
ah, I get it. Yeah, that's like being rich. Respect your ingredients. That's being rich. That's rich. It was. It, right was there. it was magical. So olive oil. Yeah, to me, it's the basics. I'm all about the basics. Like, and what other I'm memory? always like a low-tech solution. Whatever memory, when you're making a dish, I want this to taste like what I had at La La La. Well, you and know. You love roasts. I know your, your style. <laughs> you like gutsy, when caramelized. You, when you graduate from culinary school and you think you know everything. No, you know. So then I, would, I got to Italy and it would be like, I'm like burning it up as far as I'm concerned. And then they the Italians would taste stuff and they'd be like, eh... E buono ma, which means it's good, but, and it's just like not exactly what they knew. Yeah. And then, so I came back to the states. I worked for Lydia Bastianich, for One Lydia, and she would be like, E buono ma, and I'm like, this ma, like stop with it, like this is good food. And it was finally a couple of years later when some Italians told me that it was uh, they tasted my amatrichana sauce. And they were like, Anna, you have the Italian flavor. And I was like, yes, finally, I've got it. Like that to me, like, because when you think you know everything and you're like, you have so much still left to learn. And it's like you don't know what you don't know, I and know. it just is a the matter of like now with, with Instagram, and doing when you it. go and look at these recipes, there's seven thousand ways to make it, and you have to have like some confidence in like, you know what, I'm going to distill down yes seven thousand ways into one. So if you may, just give me that recipe, the five things you have to do to make it properly. Watch uh, yeah. What you need. So it's very funny because I was like always with me there's no simple answer of but course like, but okay you know and a matrichana sauce is like if you go to Rome no onions you go to a matriche like onions sometimes no tomatoes like so I, I think there's like a book brewing in me about in search of the perfect matrichana sauce yep. but how I do it I render guanciale so you get like a nice like and you gotta do it low and slow till like that pork jowl is like Smoky. sort of toasty yeah. and golden and crispy and you get that huge huge fat pan full of fat and then I do tons of onions and low and slow in that guanciale fat um, and tons of salt and tons of crushed red pepper and then uh, San Marzano tomatoes low and slow and take your time and add water and reduce add water and reduce and you like you feel the soul of that sauce come alive and then bucatini. There's no way to eat it in a sexy way. Like, it's definitely no. not like a date night pasta. No, no. But it's like when you want to get in there and, like, love your stuff and, like, really, like, I could strap that onto my face any day of the week and be happy about it. That was the, that's the taste. So that's that, that like memory. Like, to me, like, the Italian kitchen is just about ingredients. Yeah. It's so simple. And it's a stop. You know, like, it's Enough. that. You've Sign got painting. to just respect yeah. the ingredients and allow them to be at their peak of freshness and deliciousness when they are. And it's like, that's why I love to cook seasonally because it's like, you overdose on stuff when they're in season. Of course. And then you like, by the end of the season, you're like, all right, bye. And then like, by the time you're done with that, like a new friend yeah. comes around and it's like every like month there's like, oh, hi, I've missed you. Yes. And then you overdose on them and you're like, see you next year. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, 
We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire. With the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. I watched uh, a couple of episodes. I talked to you last night about Worst Cooks. And you're really an incredible teacher. You don't talk down to them. You like yeah. give that recipe. I was watching you make dumplings and you were talking like you were talking to a culinary student. Yeah. You were not talking like you were talking to a bunch of worthless, lousy cooks. No. no. And what, what it did to them is even if they knew they were terrible and they know they're bad. It's not like when we cast a show to find real good cooks, that's hard. <laughs> Casting. No, it's not hard to find bad cooks. <laughs> and I'm like, all these years on the Food Network and no one's gotten any better? No, I'm like... Thank God, it keeps me in a job! That's right. So it's like, you're a great teacher and you teach... And I see them be like... And they're like, and they, their eyes light up and they like move toward you closer. And they like kind of think there's a whisper of hope that you actually might be able to do this. And that's uh, because of your teaching. So how... What, what is your brain power telling you that you have to get across? How are you... Ho- you, you have to hook them. There's a way to hook someone and there's a way to, then they just turn off. Exactly. They, they turn off. And you can see that happen. It, it's like glaze over, goodbye. 
you can see when people are not yep. engaged. And How do you do I that? You're it. very good at that, by the way. I think about, like, I think probably because I had so many bad teachers. <laughs> <laughs> I seriously don't remember paying attention in school. Grade school, high school, four That's years it. of college. I did not care. And then I got to culinary school. It was the first time I was at the right place at the right time in my life. So you know when you are engaging someone. And so that's why I have lots of like BTV, RTS, bring to boil, reduce to simmer, you know, that kind of stuff. And I have like funny little ways to like try to engage people. But it's also, no, I will not talk down to them. I will not lower my standards. I look at them and I'm like, I know you can do this. Yeah. And I like the first thing I teach always, like that we learned in culinary school, mise en place. You know, and I'm like, trust the mise en place process. It works. It does. And everyone, I say, if you're a frantic cook, you're a lousy yes. cook. You cannot be frantic. And I'm like, you're going to cut yourself, you're going to burn yourself, or you're worse, you're going to burn someone else. Right? No. And cut someone and else. Like, if you look at the whole thing, it like it's overwhelming. It is. So I'm like, break it up into pieces. Knife cuts matter. And so, but then I also tell people, I'm like, all right, if you've had a crap day and everything went terrible, please at least make sure the rim of the plate is clean so I have at least one nice thing to say. Absolutely. It was like, no, because on Worst Cooks, I was like, it is absolutely my mission. I am going to teach you. I will give you all the information you need to know. I will give you the tools, but it's up to you to pick up those tools and use them. And if you notice, when they turn off, they're going to fail. When they, when they lose it, they're going to fail. But when they listen, they will. you can bluff a bit into it and get a couple, a couple of things right. If you season properly, you can bluff it even if you overcook a steak. Right. If you overcook the steak and not season, it's going to be like you're not paying attention. So there's things but you can like do. But it's like if they're tasting, if yes. they get some knife cuts that are right, if the, like, the plating looks at all, like you give people any little bit of encouragement. It's like, look how much you've just learned. And you're here for just a minute. Like, yes. And I tell people every single time on the first day, it doesn't matter if you're here for a short time or a long time. This show will change your life. Yeah. You know, that's and it's really like, well put. That's why I feel such a responsibility. Yes. Worst Cooks is a circus. It is. It's a bunch of yahoos that come in and they're bad. Yeah. And they know they're bad. And we're laughing at them. But they know they're bad. So it's not in a mean way. But all they have to do is go up from there. And it's like, see, you can do this. And it's, it's almost like a transformation. And I'm like that teacher, you know, that, that strict teacher that you had. And you kind of hated them when you were in their class. But when you got past it, mm-hmm. you were like, I loved them. And they made me rise to the occasion. travel you travel a lot so how do you select a restaurant or how do you take from that something you want to take home biggest thing for me when i travel i go to a city the first thing i think about is like where i'm gonna eat it's not always about like, oh my god like, always 
It's we can't like, go to a, we can't eat. We're not going to the city. It's like, where are we going and who do I know in this city that I can call for a reservation? Exactly. But I mean, that's the beauty of the chef network. Yeah. You know, and that's like why like festivals like this are so fun. That's why like I kind of love Instagram that when you see, when we all see each other, you kind of have an idea what's going on in everyone's life. So it's not just a, like, hi, how are you doing? And you repeat your resume. You're like, oh, I saw you were in Iceland. I saw yeah. you were, well, like... You know, and it's like, where did you eat? What did you, like that kind of stuff? I love that. Where have you been lately that has really raised the bar for you? A country that you've really been in shock. Um, all right, I will Does it not still say, exist. I I was not in shock, but I have I've been there twice of late, and I really really enjoyed it in New York. Veronica, have you been there? I've just looked at it, but I haven't eaten there. I I've been there twice. It is first of all, it's a stunning restaurant. It's stunning, beautiful. And I mean, it's you're, you, you feel like have, you're in like St. Petersburg, Russia, yes. or Paris, yeah, or both. yes, kind of. And you're gonna have caviar service, and then right. they have chicken Kiev I on know. the menu. I'm Who like, has chicken Kiev on the menu? I'm like, wait, am I on a flight? No, exactly. <laughs> it's like, am I just the Russian tea this room? Used to have, it's still open, it still has it. So delicious, yeah. and like lovely flaming desserts, and yeah. Russian honey cake, and so delicious. And like, that's great. I really I mean, enjoyed it. That, what's great about that is, is Stephen and, and the ownership has decided to go so back in time. I love those. They're mining I love recipes that are so good that people forgot about them. They're like, oh, no one eats or cooks like that. But, you know, actually, you can really make stuff really good if you pay attention because back then, I don't think a lot of people had the product. There's such great product now in New York. Yeah. You can go back and make a really amazing chicken Kiev and be well, like, wow. There's a lot. That's a hard dish. And it if everybody doesn't the- understand what chicken Kiev, it's chicken stuffed with butter, deep fried. No, yes. think of that. But it's like so, like <laughs> I tell you, Veronica is so perfectly rolled. And yeah. like to get it, like every single one, like the perfect evenness and like when it's like chicken perfectly cooked. And then when you cut it, like the butter spurts everywhere. And like it is not, there's no, a lot of technology in that dish. There's so many dishes like that that have been so bastardized and terrible. that people are like, Bleh. but it's like, no, they were beautiful dishes they're, and they're historic dishes and, for a reason. And the, the Calibiac salmon, when I worked at Le Cirque, we used to have it as a special on Wednesday, and it was a whole salmon stuffed with rice and spinach, and right, then stuffed the in puff pastry, like, like and saffron or something you would bake in there. it, yes. and if you overcooked it, the salmon would get overcooked, the puff pastry yes. wasn't cooked enough, the rice had to be just right, it would be a mush. Yeah. And if it's right and delicious, it all cuts perfectly. And it's like beef wellington for salmon. Beef wellington. I mean, that's another... And like, it's one of those dishes. It's probably 300 years old. I know. And, and they're like for and, and a people reason. Like, people are eating it up. I know. It's kind of fantastic. I mean, I truly It is love so it. not gluten-free, dairy-free, no. keto. It's nothing. It's, it's like when people ate, they dined. They dined. They did not and That's just a good eat. point. They dined. Jeffrey, I would think you're a man who dines. Yes, I you're love dining. You're I love dining. I mean, it's lost. I mean, uh, trust me, I, we grab stuff to go and, you know, course, you go to course. have a chopped salad and you got to run and, you know, you're having sushi and we get it. But dining is like fantastic. It's when it's done right, yes. it's fantastic. And you yes, feel yes. respected. And it's a sense of we are living life. It's going to come to an end. Three times a day, we get a chance to sort of like, there's right? some like, but let's enjoy the ride while we're here. Isn't that the best? Yes. And that's why I love this profession, and yeah. that's why I think it's important that we keep it up at the highest level. And I think that I've learned a lot from the best because the best only want to get better. They don't really have a plan, they don't really know what the next five years are going to happen, and they can only hope 
that they get up the next day and they have as much energy or more energy. Right. And then now they're taking care of themselves more so they can do more. So I think that's really what the key is. This restaurant industry has transformed us to like stay around longer, be healthier, and not drop dead younger. Absolutely. And the restaurant industry, the way it is now, I mean, as hard as it is to make a living, because it's impossible, especially in New York, to make a living in a restaurant, but it is more civilized than it has ever, ever. been. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it just shows like food is so respected in and of itself and the people that create it. I mean, I remember years ago when I was thinking of going to culinary school and I told my father and he's like, you want to do what? A girl like you wants to go work in a kitchen? And I'm like, but it's my passion. He's like, fine, do whatever you want, but don't ask me for any money. And I was like, (sighs) I know, you know, and I'm like, you want to go work in a kitchen? In a kitchen. I'm like, yes, I do. And honestly, I could not have it any other way. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.